happy Earth Day. And on the Earth Day special, I have Binish Desai, innovator, social entrepreneur. He works on industrial waste recycling and management. Good to see you. And it's an important day for you too, because this is, you know, what you stand for. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day to you and all the listeners out here. You know something, the fact that you're called the Recycle Man of India, I don't think you would have imagined that when you were starting as a young kid, being fascinated by what you can do with waste. How did this absorption or how did this fascination with recycling start? How early? I was 10 uh, and my favorite cartoon used to be Captain Planet. You all will be aware Captain Planet, he's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. The tagline directly hit me and that being my favorite cartoon also was Dexter's Laboratory. So, uh, you know, I always wanted to have my own lab and uh, that's that's how the journey started with observation. So, uh, my first invention was at the age of 10 uh, when I was observing my mom cooking and I created this machine which would convert the water vapor into water for gardening so that was my first invention very few people who have not read the book would not be aware but uh, so that was my first invention and then uh, the second one was obviously the brick uh, at the age of 11 when a chewing gum got stuck on my pants and I tried removing it with a piece of paper so it had hardened up I went back home did the same experiment again and that resulted in my first brick and I've been working with waste ever since then yeah I mean you've recycled more than 2,000 tons of industrial waste and uh, you know during the pandemic you've kept yourself busier than ever before talk about brick 2.0 binish so uh brick 2.0 is an updated version of the brick one which as i said invented at the age of 11 a brick 2.0 consists of 52 percent of sanitized ppe which was previously used and then discarded we collected it and uh, after post shredding we converted it into brick so it's mixed with the paper mill waste uh, which we have been using in brick one and the special binder and uh, that's uh, three times stronger than the conventional brick and it's twice the size and yet uh, the price is 2.8 rupees you know you have a belief which is now quite a famous quote about nothing being useless in this world i leave you to complete that quote because it's a very important lesson for everybody who's listening on earth day i always say there's nothing useless in this world uh, what can be a waste to you is someone else's asset and uh, for us to in india i always add this as well uh, with the new atmanil for india now i always say that for us i see india as a leading solution provider of zero waste technologies where we make locally and sell globally and uh, in india it's in our culture to recycle our moms are the biggest recyclers and i think we need to start embracing that and uh, start going back to our roots uh, because waste does not exist in nature it is us who have created it so it's our responsibility to get rid of it but sustainably very well said waste does not exist in nature and really you see documentaries like seaspiracy and you think about what we're doing as a race to the oceans, how we're destroying oceans and ocean life. And we talk about, uh, you know, an ocean of plastic in the ocean and an island of plastic in the Pacific. Your thoughts about marine life and what we can do uh, to protect it on Earth Day. I have been quite, the sea spiracy, as you mentioned, it's been a quite shocking uh, documentary uh, post that, um, you know, we started working with fishing nets. So right after the moment I saw it, I, I told my team that we need to start working on that. And I believe we can definitely get rid of the waste, but it's just that we need to first stop using a lot of uh, materials that uh, create waste. So that is one aspect as us consumers. 
The second is just uh, cleaning up the beaches won't help. Uh, we need to find uh, sustainable technologies uh, to recycle that waste as well. Because what's happening is this, we are basically relocating the waste. We are cleaning up the uh, beaches, but then eventually it's ending up in the landfills. And then again, that vicious cycle of it ending up in the oceans is happening. So uh, we need to stop relocating. We need to start finding. I think we all as youth as well need to start finding solutions, encourage solutions that are out there and at the same time also create an entire cycle of circular economy. Binesh, uh, I know that landfills deeply disturb you. You come here and uh, you go to the Chembur area, uh, you go to our landfills where the city is dumping its waste. These are landfills of waste which are you know taller than 10-12 storey apartment buildings and often we hear of fires breaking out and uh, you know the populace in the adjoining areas being affected. There are lung diseases, your thoughts on landfills and how we can possibly eradicate them, especially from urban metropolises like Mumbai City. Uh, landfills, I see them as, uh, for me, they are like a way of natural resource, but uh, environmentally, they are one of the most harmful spaces to be. Uh, the moment if someone has walked into the landfill, they will realize uh, how uh, dangerous the situations are, maybe in terms of the air quality or uh, the overall uh, materials that are lying there um, so it's it's quite a disturbing space and you realize when you are standing there you may see it from far you will see it as a mountain but the, the nearer you go you realize how tall it is and that's how much we as humans are producing it so that creates an eco anxiety in me and we have started developing solutions so uh, we make my company makes more than 150 products uh, that's generated out of those 100 different types of waste both industrial and domestic waste that eventually end up in the landfills so we are trying to repurpose it we are trying to recycle it most of it is also getting upcycled as well so we are trying to create awareness we're trying to give out technologies and the best way to do it is uh, what we are now doing is this, we do not have it just in Gujarat we have decentralized the process so you, you may be sitting in Bangalore or Kolkata or even in in United States you can still adopt this technology uh, as it's a decentralized process and you can start getting rid of the landfills at the same time it's also about economic generation that the products that we are generating out of what was completely useless before and in the landfills into products that can be used to uh, give a better home to someone in need or you know creating schools or spaces as such that can help uh, create a difference in, and social impact in the society. You believe a lot in social impact, uh, your actions in particular, and how they should have a, a particular social purpose to uplift lives. Is that why you formed Eco-Eclectic Technology? You want to talk to me about Eco-Eclectic Technology, Binish? Yeah, so I founded Eco-Eclectic Technologies on the basis of what we call as, uh, what I consider as sustainability is a balance of three things, which is environmental impact, social impact, and also economic viability. It's very important for us to have have a balance of these three. For me, social impact has been uh, the core uh, reason why I started all this is uh, I wanted to create world's cheapest house and redefine slums. Now with new ventures such as, uh, so we have ventured out eco-eclect technologies one of the part is also called uh, DOSH. Uh, DOSH actually means uh, it's an updated version of French word 
waste, uh, which means waste. So I'm trying to redefine waste by uh, creating these products. And uh, what we do is, is any type of product, we consider it as an asset and we convert it into eco-economical and social innovation that not just is commercially viable to do it, but it also creates a social impact in the society. We are empowering uh, women, for example, our latest uh, version is where we are creating crockeries out of waste. And this is actually happening in a center that we created in Bhivandi in Mumbai, in the outskirts of Mumbai, where all the past sex workers are now are women working in this center to create all these products. So they are kind of women entrepreneurs now whom we consider as artists who are creating all these handmade products and corporate gifts coming out of these centers. So that's one of my very close projects to my heart. And that's that's what we believe in. You mentioned Bengaluru very briefly uh, in your conversation a couple of minutes ago. Bengaluru seems to be the pioneer in uh, composting, whereby people are taking their domestic waste, waste in the house, segregating it and then composting it unfortunately you know we would have imagined that mumbai would uh, take to it like fish to water but it hasn't really composting hasn't really gone into every level of mumbai society your thoughts on composting and uh, how we can make it more popular binish i think to make it more popular the best thing would be awareness although a lot of people are aware but in mumbai it's a very fast city so people are choosing you know time is money here in mumbai so a lot of people think oh okay it's not our duty right to compose said if someone else is going to do it we'll do it we'll support it we'll we'll donate a lot of people do that but that's donation is not what all is required in this uh, particular thing it's it's yourself uh, who has to get involved your own waste so you're you should be responsible for your own waste and i think probably uh, maybe in some way incentivization or regulation uh, either of the two can help uh, promote it more on a larger scale and i think uh, just the right awareness will help uh, or the right way to put it will help a lot of people get into composting maybe societies can join hands and create a collective composting uh, space where uh, the enthusiasts of that particular building can ensure that it's been done the right way so i think that's that is pretty much i can uh, comment because of uh, how you know it's it's all depends on the consumer behavior so i think uh, that needs to change and that will help promote all these uh, products true that an international uh, publication did an article on you saying dr binish desai the recycling man of india who built a house for 380 dollars what's the house that you built for 380 dollars tell us so that's been my uh, dream as i said when i was uh, 11 years old i had this created this brick but then when i learned about the word slums i decided that i want to make wall shippers house and redefine slums and that had been my dream ever since then then at the age of 16 i started making these bricks i founded my company which was previously called btrim bricks and that's where my journey started and i created this uh, prototype house of 210 square feet uh, that's i think probably uh, even today is the still size of uh, the avas yojanas that go on uh, but it was like a perfect micro compact house for a family to live in and uh, i uh, was able to make it at uh, around 27000 rupees that really is wonderful there are a few good men and women like uh, afrosha yourself who are enduring to create a cleaner more sustainable planet and really if you look at mumbai's problems in particular because that's the city where i live in the meethi river is you know completely polluted there are good samaritans who are trying to clean up the bmc also invested in some equipment to try and uh, 
pull out uh, the plastic from the Meiji River, which ultimately, of course, flows into the ocean. But the idea is to involve the communities that live around the Meiji River. One is to turn around and say, I mean, what can we do? We should find them, warn them. They are the ones who are who are polluting uh, the river. And this is irrespective of what class or or economic income group that they come from. You know, we all know that 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 is not the basis of why people pollute. People pollute irrespective of what economic background they're from because of the pollution in their mind, and that must be、uh, tackled with education. What can we do to? Clean our urban rivers, our urban,、uh, you know, lakes,、uh, which have societies living, acting, throbbing societies living around them. I think、uh, the answer would be, as I said earlier, as well, awareness. But if that's not working, then probably you know,、uh, regulating and ensuring that all the stakeholders of that area are made responsible of the the pollution that is created in their area. Once that starts happening, once it becomes that there's there is no other choice but doing this, the people who are not following it will have to mandatorily follow and ensure that that's being clean. So probably regulating and Uh, fines, or probably, and not just fines. I always do not believe the negativity works, but also incentivizing those who do it. So you know, those who get, you know, are doing a lot will get incentivized, and that can motivate a lot of people to get into it. And if they are not, then the regulation body should make them responsible for it. For example, I always believe、uh, this is something that I have seen a lot of things that during festivities we do, we create a lot of waste that is being generated. But if we go to see our our history, our our religious beliefs,、uh, there is no waste there. There is,、uh, you know, we are. Very much uh, believers, uh, whoever we worship, our stories, everything has something to do with、uh, recycling towards reuse, rebirth, uh, so uh, repurposing. So、um, you know, I think,、uh, but then still, yet we are creating all this waste. So why not?、Uh, after we are done with our festivals, we make it a a part of the ceremony itself. That cleaning is a part of、uh, the entire journey. So I always feel that as there is still innovative ways we can put into the minds of the people, but. It has to come from the stakeholders, the majority stakeholders, which is the consumers, and they can probably just get either motivated or be forced to do it. So that that just depends on how the people respond in that area. One of the things I love about your social media feed is that you put up these interesting pictures of whenever you come by simple eco innovative products that are made out of waste. For example, you know you put up a picture of somebody who made a clock out of waste. Also, some children who created truck toys. And、uh, this is fascinating. You visiting your site, and then you came upon this. Tell us about it. I'll leave you to complete the story. So Jugad is an I.、Uh, Jugad is in our culture, right? As I said earlier, also Indians are very popular with how with innovations, with、uh, creating something out of it. So while traveling、uh, to one of my sites in the Dangs, it's it's a it's a tribal area. It's a forest reserve as well. What I came across, I was I was connecting with the the villagers that I love doing that, and I know. Notice this kids,、uh, you know, running around with this truck toy, and I, I, I stopped one of them, and I, when I looked at it, I was fascinated. They do not have any access to, you know, they don't even have、uh, the place where I was. The village didn't have TVs or didn't have a connection as such. But still, so I asked them. My grandfather taught my father, and they taught us, and they had created this.、Uh, if you、uh, see the photograph, you will realize it better. It is like a truck from the. The twigs that they、uh, 
the bamboo twigs that they had found uh, and uh, they had used the bottle caps as the tire and uh, you know they had created like a, an actual tire piece uh, and they had cut it and uh, stuck it around and created their own toys and it doesn't matter uh, how educated you are even if you hold you know four five phds or you hold a master's degree or you are uh, completely not gone to school ever these kids are uh, hardly uh, fifth or sixth grade students and they yet created this beautiful uh, toy and this inspires me to keep creating something you know these are all grassroots innovations so we always get inspired and uh, that that motivates me more towards also educating so then right after that photograph i actually sat down i took out some of my products and showed them like why don't you try uh, making your toys out of this nice. and uh, to my surprise they actually did it and uh, uh, two of the girls had actually even made an entire chula Uh, out of this material and that that just gives me joy and that's that's something that is very special you know we know you started your journey at the tender age of 10 and since there on uh, you know you've gone on from strength to strength even uh, the great mr amitabh bachchan has noted your contribution towards construction of toilets and uh, really being inspiring towards the swachh india campaign uh, talk to me about your your vision for toilets and uh, you know your ideas as far as uh, public toilets are concerned toilets have been a very basic necessity there have been a lot of taboos involved with it one of the reasons why uh, indian rural were not adopting to this the other was also the infrastructures uh, deeply built and the the flaws that were gone in the the single system uh, so what we did was is we started creating customized systems so what works for mumbai does not necessarily work for valsad um, may not work also for a uh, a small village in valsad so when i started creating the toilets i started realizing every village or every area has a different requirement and i see customization as being one of the key fundamentals uh, that is required in the sanitation industry for uh, creating public toilets specifically towards the rural india and that's where also innovative ideas talking to the public of what how they perceive a toilet to be for example i'll give you a, a story what happened to me was this while i was constructing a toilet uh, one person came to me and he started shouting like sir aap idhar ye niche tiles mat lagaye ghas lagaye so i asked him why are you, what are you saying you know why do you want a grass uh, on the flooring he said jab tak pichwade pe lagti nahi tab tak mujhe hoti nahi hai so this is the mindset <laughs> you have so yeah. i said yeah you have to and that's that just struck me as like okay so then uh, when i moved to the next village i faced a similar problem there what's happening when i asked them there were few toilets that were already constructed so i asked them why were they not being used so they just told me how about you take a, a glass of water and see what happens to the water after you pour it into the drain uh, into the the commode so it was getting choked up the reason was this that area was actually eating a lot of fibrous food hence they are their fecal waste was very fibrous and long but the pee trap the general pee trap was not able to flush it properly because they do not have the flushing systems it's just a basic they will drain water and that was creating uh, choke ups in the the pee trap so that would clog up the toilet and that made people not stop using it saying okay this is a big headache for us we don't want to do this so that didn't change their mindset so what we did was a week to 
took up a, a four inch uh, PVC pipe and put it between the P trap and the commode uh, that increased the length of the system and uh, thus it was easier and the gravity did its work and that's how the flow of the waste was happening there. And that kind of the just a small piece of pipe could change a mindset of these people there and they started using them. So I always see there are small changes. You don't need to create huge, uh, you know, things. Just just listen to them, what they want, uh, what are they looking at, you know, and that's exactly what I see innovations as in India. It's, it's all about people do have the idea. It's just that uh, you need to not just listen because they are the end users if you have their participation they will feel involved uh, and that will uh, help you solve the problem faster Binesh uh, there is a book that has been written about you your life thus far you want to tell uh, everybody who is listening watching about that book and uh, what they can learn from it uh, yes so there is a book that's written on my life and works uh, by Dr. Nikhil Chandwani he's a young author and the book talks about my journey uh, from a 10 year old to becoming the recycle man and the book is in two parts uh, the first half uh, talks about the journey there are a couple of chapters that also speaks about how we can live a waste how we can convert waste into eco innovations how what are the products that we work on what is the vision and how we can move towards a zero waste life so that's that's the part of the book and i think everyone should uh, read especially for the kids i have uh, ensured that the book is written in the way that a small kid can also understand it and uh, it's available on amazon if anyone wants to read it that's lovely he is very active on instagram it's uh, binish desai b i n i s h d e s a i is there also a website or you know are you on twitter or facebook any other coordinates that you'd like to give out please yeah, so we also have a website uh, called uh, www.binishdesai.com and you can reach out to me there as well. Mostly I'm active on Instagram. So anyone having questions, please reach out to me. We'll be happy to answer. Wonderful. Binish, thanks for your time and your patience and uh, wishing you a happy Earth Day again. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much.